Hey, what I did want to start the whole discussion with tonight, it's a slightly lame thing to ask, but what's wrong with being lame once in a while? Today, 91 days, Auckland lockdown. Well, there's 365 days in a year. That is a quarter of a year. That is a season. That is three months. So well done, Auckland. And the question I'm going to ask, or the discussion topic I'm going to suggest for the start of the show, has anyone got any good lockdown stories? Have you managed to discover a new hobby, redo the kitchen, uh, teach your parrot to talk, dug a bunker in the house, uh, learned another language? Recreated the Taj Mahal out of cardboard boxes. Because I'm hearing very good, I'm hearing very few good stories. But now is your chance. If there's something extraordinary or exceptional, kind of fun you've managed to do in these four, in these three months, what is that thing? You might have taught yourself bridge. You might have hung around after the update and watched Emmerdale Farm a bit more and got right into that. I don't think we should be too hard on ourselves. It can be the most insignificant thing. There's a special thing you've managed to do during lockdown. I don't know what that thing would be. You might have managed to install a shower dome. Uh, you might have repiled the house. Um, you might have teached your. You might have taught your children. Don't know what you might have taught your children. But curious to know your positive lockdown story. And I realise we are scraping the bottom of the barrel because for most of you, it's been about three months too long. I even feel tired just talking to Aucklanders because you feel like you got to jolly them along. Chin up. Hannah, it's Marcus. Good evening. Hi, Marcus. So um, I live in Auckland, and yet we have been locked down for a very long time. So instead of sitting on my behind and gaining all my gaining weight, I decided to do something else about it, and I've lost over five kilos this lockdown. Go you. Yeah. Because the thing so, was, um, you think with lo- the thing, the key to lockdown is eating more because there's nothing else to do. Yeah, well, I thought, well, everyone else ate more than I did, and I was just like, nah, you know what? Because I had already, I've already lost twenty kilos, so what? I was like, oh, I might as well lose some more weight. And then I just started walking every day, and then I found an app on the Google Play Store, and I started using that, and then um, yeah, I started taking supplements, and I was already taking supplements before but I started increasing my supplements and just started like getting up in the morning I was like I don't I don't want to feel sorry for myself I'm just gonna work out brilliant what's the app Hannah because people want to know um it's called fit on Can spell that please f-i-t-o-n fit on and what's the what's the uh what's the snapshot how does it work Basically, you enter like your name and your date of birth and like um, your gender, and then they say they ask you like a bunch of questions. Do you want to do it to get fit, or do you want to get more exercise, or whatever? And they can give you um, like time slots, so you can choose what how many minutes a day you want to work out, and you can set alarms and things like that. And there's so many different, it's all free. There's so many different things you can do on there. You can do um, heaps, there's cardio, there's strength, there's uh, yoga, there's meditation, there's Pilates, there's heaps. 
Oh, sounds quite motivating. It is. Um, so I have actually continued it with my sister because she's a real gym junkie as well. So um, she's in our bubble. So uh, every night we just smash out a workout. Gee, okay. And tell me, uh, do we talk about goal weights or is that not something you do anymore because that's setting yourself up to fail? Or is that something you've done? Are you there? No. You you don't really set your you don't really put a goal weight on. No, I didn't think you did. Okay, I'll ignore that ignore that question. No one's mentioned that. Okay, good on you. Because when you do that, you get like a mindset, and you're like, oh, I've got to get to this weight, but it's not actually about your weight. It's how you feel. Okay. And how your clothes fit and things like that. And yes. if people like I saw someone I hadn't seen for ages the other day, and they're like, oh my gosh, you look great. Wow. Yeah, so it's definitely worth it. And Hannah, it's not like you don't want to go out of lockdown, are you? are still up for getting out of it, right? Oh, I just want to go to the hairdresser. Wow. Are they taking and bookings like, yet? Pardon? Are they taking bookings yet? No, not yet. Um, so I've already, because um, I've got a hairdresser who works um, from home. Yes. She's got her own salon and everything, so... I've been messaging her, and I'm already booked in to see her. Like, as soon as we get to level two, I'm already booked in to see her. And um, one of the really cool things is is I've been having a because I have a PT, so I see him via Zoom every week. Wow, okay. I can still see my personal trainer via Zoom. Yeah, I wonder how that's worked for him. Um, It's actually worked really well for him. He's got lots of clients. Like he hasn't lost many of his clients. So, well, that's yeah. the end of the that's the end of the gymnasium. Everyone's going to be working at home via Zoom, I suppose. Yeah. Well, I just really want to get back to the gym. Honestly, I just really want to get back to the gym. Okay, motivating, Hannah. Thanks so much for that. There we go. There's a good lockdown story. Keep yours coming through. The great things you've done in lockdown. I don't know what they will be, but go, Hannah. Wow, twenty, then another five. Jeepers. Then the new haircut, good to go. I'll get to the text. You get to the text. We'll all get to the text. 0800 80 9292 to text. Uh, positive lockdown stories, or positive plague stories as we call it. Marcus, I've gotten into yoga, Pilates, and some American fitness wellness expert called Mark Sisson on YouTube. Um, Marcus, just sending you a message. You know, it's very quiet in Wellington. I'm doing Uber Eats. We aren't getting any orders for hours. I wonder what happened. Barry, Marcus, welcome. Oh, hello, Marcus. Good evening. I thought I'd tell you what I've been doing. I repair um, piano keyboards and that sort of stuff, computer control, Rollins, Casio, Yamaha, that type of thing. I'm also an active uh, amateur radio operator, have been for a number of years, but I'm a retired electronic engineer and uh, I muck around in my workshop now that I'm retired and, and enjoy doing that sort of thing. And back in about 2014, Tony Doe, the news broadcaster, sent me through a project he was trying to get going, a microphone amplifier. He sent that up to me, put out the call, and I fixed it and sent it back to him. So um, that was for his studio, I think, yeah. So what's your sweet spot time-wise, Barry? Because I presume after a while it got too computerised. Is that right, or can you do it all? I can do it all, mate, yeah. I fix old valve radios. I was born in 1952, so quite some time ago, but... I cover all stuff. But even the modern, even the very modern keyboards, well, I suppose the modern keyboards are just computers, are they? 
They are computers, indeed, yes. They have digital to analog converters and mostly digital chips. I can replace the um, surface mount uh, ICs that have anything from 100 to 300 pins on them, lift them up and put new ones on, all that sort of stuff. Are parts yes. straightforward? You can get the parts. The parts aren't too bad. You have to wait a long time these days because of the shipping delays. I'm a bit yeah. nervous, Marcus. I haven't rung talk back in probably 30 years. But oh no, I'm loving what you're saying, Barry. But can you um, can you just can you buy secondhand stuff where there's still supplies of new old stuff for you? There's old stuff you can get. Um, funnily enough, China has a lot of they bought a lot of the old Japanese computer chips. Um, the keyboard that I use that I'm trying to learn like a, an old fool that I am at 68 now I'm trying to learn how to play the piano but I've got a Roland uh, XP X-Ray Papa 50 keyboard and it's a fabulous thing and um, it had completely broken down it, it belonged to a school on the north shore of Auckland and they just tossed it out and I've repaired the broken keys rebuilt all the matrix on the underneath the keys how it reads the voltages into a gate array chip and got the thing going, repaired the power supply, just generally went through things. They use a little um, electrolytic capacitors, They're like a tiny aluminium can, and the seals go in them. The electrolyte leaks out and starts corroding the board. You have quite a job ahead of you patching up tracks without ruining the board, but I got it all going. It took me oh, probably a good three months, and... Uh, but boy, when I got it going, all I wanted to do was learn how to play it, and I'm progressing a year on. And so, Barry, um, can, are there repair manuals for everything online? You can find everything. Yeah, yeah, you can. Yeah, so, so it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward yeah. now. I mean, it's a, it's a well, good time to be report, repairing that sort of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, and I can. I had to repair my Fisher and Parker washing machine because couldn't get anybody from Pukekohe to come out here. So I thought I'd put my thinking cap back on and found out that the sensor in the bottom of the DC three-phase DC motor had gone. I managed to order the part for that direct from Fisher and & Paykel and got my washing machine going again. Tremendous stories, Barry. I really appreciate you coming through. Thank you so much for that. 18 away from 9. Chris, it's Marcus. Good evening. Good evening, Marcus. How are you? Good, Chris. What's happening? What's your lockdown story? My lockdown story is I managed to teach my five-year-old son how to ride his bike. Brilliant. And I was, it was great. Um, but the, I think the biggest learning I got out of lockdown was to spend more quality time with them. And, and, I've, and I've now put that in practice. And I think that's something that only would have happened because of lockdown. Uh, and I'm glad it has. So that's, that's my good, good news story. I like it, Chris. And what I like about learning to ride bikes for young people is that of course that these days it's very straightforward to learn a bike because bikes are small. 50 years ago, you couldn't get a small bike. It's almost impossible to ride. It's only sort of 26-inch wheels. Of course, they go from a balanced bike onto a bike. It's quite straightforward. Todd, it's Marcus. Good evening. Hey, Marcus. How's it going? Good, thank you. Hey, so you decided to ring up and tell you about our, our lockdown success? Oh, my, great. Uh, my, my partner does, um, does fashion and, and things slow down a little there, but she's... Um, She's uh, built a, um, a, a bit of a mask factory, so we've, we've done a lot of, of, of masks. We do, we do bamboo masks, um, and they've been really successful. We, 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 um, we seem to pack them every single night. We, we've been driving around tonight. We listen to your show as we, as we drop them off every, every evening. Um, uh, people love them, especially in our community. They've done really well. 
Todd, I'm surprised that more people and more fashion shops and people haven't done masks. I'm surprised that not more people have done it. Yeah, no. Uh, well, I, I think I think they. I mean, I, you know, I know I'm biased, all, but they really are high quality. These uh, these the, the, uh, Fox um, brand of Fox masks, and they've got like the nose wire in them, so they um, the, your glasses don't flog up. And and just word of mouth, man, I'm just an hour, I mean, we're in Point Chevalier in Auckland, and it's just almost everyone in Point Chevalier. Just wherever you walk around, everyone's wearing a Fox face mask. It's it's like. As soon as people use them, they go, wow, these are cool. So what did you say they're called? A what face mask? A uh, fox. It's like for face socks is sort of the idea we had to start with. And, uh, and it's just sort of, you know, and it's worked really well. And they're all made from bamboo, so it's really soft. And, uh, and um, would you like us to send you one? No, but I'd like to have a look at a picture of one. Uh, Fox.co.nz. How much are they each? Uh, we've got a Black Friday sale at the moment, so it's... 25% off, which is, which is why we were at. We've, we've just done, done about 40, 50 masks um, orders today. I can't bring it up straight away. Fox.co.nz, is that right? That's the one, yeah. Don't know why my internet's not good. How long do you expect people to use them for before they... What, I mean, do you expect people to have more than one? Uh, well, that's what we're finding. If someone will buy one, and they'll come back and buy, like, four or five, because if they have to wear them every day, um, you know, like the kids in school, uh, you know, my, my kids are at school, and, and they're wearing them uh, all during the day, so they're, you know, they're stealing two or three more, and they're wearing a, a fresh one every day, and, you know, you can wash them quickly and tuck them on the line and dry quickly, but um, I, don't think, I don't think it's nice to keep wearing them every day if you have to wear them for long periods. Okay. Um, my my neighbour's a, um, a, a a camera operator on a on a, a t- on a show, and he's um waited weeks and weeks where everyone had to wear masks, and he just said that the the um, the bamboo is just fantastic. It because it breathes really nicely. It's, it's antibacterial, and it's, um that works really really well. What did you say your website was again? Fox F O C K S Fox. Oh F O F O C K. Oh, yeah, yeah, F-O-C-K, but don't get the wrong word. Oh, it's fox like socks. I get it, not F-O-X. Yeah, that's hard because socks is S-O-S-O-X. Okay, Todd, sorry about that. Rajan, Marcus, good evening. Hey, good evening, Marcus. How are you? Good, thanks, Rajan. Hey, um, yeah, um, so I actually started painting and I started doing the last lockdown and I continued it since then. <laughs> good on you. Good on you. Yep. And... Um, I just discovered, you know, like I used to paint, but not that much. But then this certainly gave me more time. And I picked up uh, pet colored pencils, which is so easy to use, you know, no much fuss. You just need a piece of paper and pencil. And it was so encouraging to see. I posted a few on Facebook and I have had people who wanted to buy. And I was like, wow, okay, well, you know, so this is cool. So, yeah, and this a lot of motivation um, from people who actually see and view. And then I gradually, I just recently... I started uh, YouTube also because people was wanting to know how I did. And so I said, okay, fine, I'll do a little channel. It's quite difficult. Sometimes I'm able to keep up with it. Sometimes I'm not able to. But I think, yeah, this has actually helped me. And the last one year, I've seen that uh, I've actually improved a lot. And I'm pretty happy about it. I was going to ask, so if you look back at the stuff now you did, when was the last lockdown? Was it a year? I can't. It was, it was, yeah. it, it, it was last April. So if you go back at last April, does the stuff look terrible? <laughs> I mean, the first one wasn't that great, <laughs> but when I look at my the ones which I do now, I think they are really good compared to those. Yeah, they are really good. I'm happy <laughs> with what I do. So, tell me something. What are you doing? 
what uh, is it is it abstract is it um depictive or what 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 are you paint what are you drawing or painting oh it's um it's actually uh, mostly i do birds uh, which is native and other birds and um uh, i also do botanical so oh, wow. botanical. yeah yeah so when you what was the what sort of birds did you say you did i just missed the word oh um birds in general so mostly native birds native okay. native okay. birds and then I do like sometimes I like, and I want to continue with just the native. But then sometimes when I look at some of the photos, like wow, I need to do that. When I do, I know it's not native, but I want to do that. <laughs> like one of them was um, the the red cardinal, and yes. that was like so. I just wanted to do it, and I did it. And I posted on Facebook, and there was some guy who said, "Wow, okay, well, uh, how can I get it over here?" And he was in the U.S. I said, "I'm not sure, man. Like you know, I just started. I have no clue how I could get it sent over to you, and especially with the lockdown and all." But yeah. So, yeah, um, I think they really inspire me. And I, I do follow a lot of New Zealand artists, uh, like on Instagram. Uh, especially there's an artist called, I'm a big fan of hers, uh, Hannah Sands. And there's another one, her artist name is Wakarelo, I guess. She does watercolor, and wow, I'm so inspired. So, yeah, <laughs> it's been a good journey. Do you think you can pivot and that can become your career? Is it going to, or is it going to always be a hobby? Uh, I'm not sure I'm given a choice full time if I could then because since I really love doing it so maybe at some stage if I really think I'm up to the mark maybe I can think of but not at the moment of course <laughs> brilliant really heartened to hear what you say Rajan thank you so much there we go Rochelle it's Marcus good evening hi Marcus how are you oh good thank you yes <laughs> I just rang up to um, talk about some of the positive things that we've had happen and in the lockdowns, we're, we're here in Pukekohe in Auckland, so yes. um, our wow, first yes. ever lockdown, I gave birth <laughs> a week in to my fourth child, who was a daughter. Wow. Called? And then called Deveron. Oh, I like that. I like yeah, that. Now, Deveron is that, J. Is that, a, is that a river or a street? Um, it's a, um, so our ancestors were from Scotland. Yes. But it's a I river. Think they had a homestead called Deveron. I'm not sure if it's a river or not. Okay, I don't but, know either. Yeah. But I know. Well, I know yeah. that the. I, I, no, hang on. The reason I know that is because mm. it, in Invercargill, the rivers are named after the streets are named after the rivers of Scotland, and there is a Deveron Street. Oh, cool! Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> oh yes, you have to bring oh, her down. Cool. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so Deveron born in the last mm. lockdown. Yes. Yeah, in our very first lockdown, we had um. She was born the first week, and it was lovely having my husband home that whole time and having nobody come over. <laughs> and the, I know could, a lot of people struggle with these lockdowns, but um, yeah, could this, the could the could the, mid, could the mid could the midwife come over? Yeah, but it was all very different, masks and gloves. Oh and, yeah, wow, okay, and it was yeah, very wow, that quick is different. And in and out sort of thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But and this, this lock this lockdown, lockdown, you've been doing what? Um, I've had way more time to crochet. I've crocheted two whole unicorns, and I wouldn't usually get that wow <laughs> that amount of time. Um, and we've also decided to my husband's come on board with the idea of homeschooling, which yes. I've wanted to do for ages, but he sort of hasn't been on board. But you know, now we've been home this long, and with everything that's happening, he's sort of giving me an opportunity to give it a go. Wow. And see Isn't how it worked out and I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> so why do you want to homeschool? Because just for to keep the kids safe or because you're so good at it? 
I well, I'm not I'm not the greatest at it, but <laughs> but I've won, I've always thought about it over the years, and I've never had the opportunity to research it as much as I have lately. Um, yeah. And my husband was absolutely like, no, that we're not doing that. Our kids will turn out weird. No, <laughs> but he's given me. He said to me today. If you think you can handle it and you want to do it, we can trial it next year for the first term and see how it goes. So it's a bit of both. Like, I am worried about the things that are happening at the moment with COVID and everything. Mm-hmm. So is he also, I think. That's what tipped him to let me give it a go. How long is he giving you before you crack? Um, he's, we're going to trial it for the first term of next year. So he's going to give me a whole term. And what's the report? Who makes the decision at the end of it? I think it'll be a collective, as well as our, <laughs> our as well as our son. No, too, if he if he's you know into it, and we feel like it's something we can achieve long term. I think we'll stick to it. Wow! I don't even know if I'll be able to do it, to be honest. But <laughs> oh well, well I, I suppose I can't say. Well, how hard could it be? Because teachers will yeah. be, will be listening. But you know, I mean, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I mean, look, I'm sure I don't know if it's going to be that much harder than crocheting a unicorn because that does sound quite yeah. advanced. <laughs> no, it's really easy. <laughs> Marcus, true story about our new homeschool decision. Our son is the most distracted and distractive person in class. However, it is the complete opposite with Zoom. Go figure. We are thinking of the same as the unicorn, as the unicorn crocheter, crocheter. Did that sound wrong? The unicorn crocheter. Still sounds wrong, doesn't it? We are thinking the same as the unicorn crocheter. It's bad radio, wasn't it?